Well, it's been a good weekend so far out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We're going to talk about that on this edition of the Tony Lee Podcast, kind of what's been going on, um, what I've liked so far about it. It's been a great weekend. The weather, uh, mid-August and a high of, of 81. You really can't ask for anything better than that. I mean, usually we're talking, I remember Brickyard 400s of the past being just scorching hot, 95, 96 degrees. One year, uh, I was going into my senior year, we went to the Brickyard and I wore sunglasses and a hat, and the next day I had to take my senior pictures. So um, I've got raccoon eyes in my senior pictures, uh, which was hilarious in itself. But uh, it's been great weather out there. We'll talk about that. Um, the IndyCar race that took place, the championship implications that we saw, Will Power getting a win. Um, you know, kind of what I talked about on, on, on the website, T- Team Penske's not going to go away easy. And I knew either Will Power or Joseph Newgarden was going to win the Grand Prix today. So um, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that as well. And I also want to get into a little bit more about what I thought about the Malice of the Palace documentary that is on Netflix right now. If you haven't seen that, um, you know, the Pacers, Pistons, Brawl, whether you're a Pacers or a Pistons fan or just a fan of the NBA, um, y- y- we'll talk about that. It's just there was a lot of intriguing information that came out of that. It's Tony D Podcast. It's brought to you by Flooring is Forever and the UPS store in Fishers off Olio Road. They have everything your small business needs when it comes to shipping and packing. At the UPS store, you can have your packages professionally packed by the local UPS certified packing expert. It is back with their pack and ship guarantee. Check out the friendly faces on Olio Road in Fishers for all of your small business needs. 11650 Olio Road or give them a call 317-578-0094. Um, so then you have a smaller speedway. Awesome. A different type of weekend than what we're used to. You've got road course racing. Three races over the weekend. You've got IndyCar, which happened Saturday, earlier today, Xfinity, and then Sunday tomorrow, uh, Cup Series, first ever Cup race on the road course. Now, I know a lot of drivers, a lot of a lot of people have complained about not running it on the oval. I don't know if this is how it's always going to be. I don't know if they will return to Oval when it comes to NASCAR. I know that this is new and exciting right now, um, which the road course race for IndyCar was new and exciting back, you know, 11 races ago. And, and it's still a fun race. At the end of the day, the racing, you know, throughout the pack is usually pretty good. But the racing up front, you know, the top three or four, anybody battling for the lead usually doesn't happen. Um, got lucky with like two late race cautions today that really didn't change any kind of the outcome when it came to Will Power picking up the victory. Another great run by Roman Grosjean. So sticking back to the Xfinity race and then the cup race. Um, I like it. I think it's it's different. NASCAR puts on a great show because these guys can beat and bang um, off of each other, rip defenders off, spin each other like we saw. Um, there's a lot more give and take leeway, so it makes for for better racing. Are they 30 seconds slower than IndyCar? Yeah. Um, and NASCAR's probably, what, 24, 25. But I, I think it's a great plan. I would love to see NASCAR run both the oval and the road course. Maybe that's something in the future that happens. Um, but, but as for right now and, and, and what we're doing this weekend, it's been fun so far. Uh, the first practice for cup was fun. The Xfinity race was fun. And it, you know, I'm always here for something different. And, and I said this about NASCAR so many times, what I liked about what they did during the pandemic is they really emphasized, uh, change, trying to adjust, do what you can. You know, they obviously had the eye racing, but then having Wednesday night races, Having you know double headers going to different tracks here this year, um, 
I commend NASCAR a great deal for that. And I think that has uh, been something that they've done a great job of just kind of thinking outside of the box. And I think running the road course here at the Speedway is different. Um, I know a lot of traditionalists, even though the racing hasn't been that great NASCAR-wise on the oval, still won it on the oval. Um, hopefully, maybe one day we can have both. Maybe we'll be spoiled. I mean, I would love to see a doubleheader IndyCar-wise at the Charlotte Roval. I think that this doubleheader works. I mean, we saw a lot of NASCAR drivers crossing over into the IndyCar paddock, checking it out, and then IndyCar and the NASCAR. There's just always been this rivalry, it seems, between IndyCar and NASCAR fans that one's better than the other. And yeah, you're probably going to like one more than the other, but when you come to a racetrack and you can get so much bang for your buck, especially on a Saturday, like we saw today with IndyCar race, Xfinity race, and with cup practice, it's certainly going to bring the fans out. I thought the attendance was awesome. I think the weather always plays a factor into that, and that's just something that you can't control. But really, really enjoyed um, the entire weekend. So Friday, got out there and watched practice, any car qualifying, walked around the paddock the way they have it set up as the cup guys have the Formula One garages, if you know what I'm talking about. The Xfinity drivers have the actual garage area. So I was back there during uh, one of their first practice yesterday, and you got to kind of keep your head in the swivel because those the, the, they're coming by real quickly around those garages. So I got some awesome pictures I posted on Twitter and Instagram, so check those out. Um, w- w- was cool to follow along with with Sage Karam. He I thought he was very impressive. Uh, we talked about it. You know, he's he won in the top ten. He was second. I think he finished fifth in that first stage. Kind of faded back. I didn't see exactly where he finished. Um, but a, a great weekend overall, I think, for him. And just like for Jimmy Johnson in the IndyCar, I thought he had a really good, consistent race. Uh, obviously, this is the second time he's ran on this track and the first time he's had a opportunity to run a track that he already had. And I think that that bodes well. I thought the IndyCar field up and down was just absolutely crazy competitive. 28 cars. Uh, I thought even R.C. Anderson, when he was out there, ran well. Dalton Kellett ran well. You didn't really hear much about Cody Ware, which is probably a good thing. Will Power, uh, really good at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course, as we know. Um, I think he joins Jeff Gordon and Michael Schumacher with six dry, six wins in the modern era at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, five on the road course, and then obviously his Indianapolis 500 win back in 2018. So, um, but again, overall, I think so far we got the Cup race coming up on Sunday. It's been a hit. I've enjoyed it. I was going to stop and say hi to Doug Bowles, but every time I see Doug, he's always talking to somebody, so I don't want to interrupt him because uh, he's a man of the people and he's the best out there. But uh, super cool to be out there. Looking forward to that first Cup race. The the level of interest and intrigue and different drivers going back and forth and talking about racing in general. Obviously, NBC Sports probably loves it, but talking about all this in general, I think, really helps the sport. It's been a great vibe all weekend. Uh, you know, this possibility that something like this could end up being a shit show, but Indianapolis Motor Speedway, world-class, you know, top-tier event or event-hosting place in the, in the world, and they, they, they've pulled it off so far, and I know that they will on Sunday. It's been a great weekend. The mounds being open, seeing people. I saw a lot of IndyCar fans, a lot of NASCAR fans, but everybody was very intrigued in both. And I know there's a lot of fans that love both, but there's fans that maybe follow one more than the other. And I think having it all there right in front of you, one big bang for your buck, uh, is something that is going to benefit motorsports in general. And I hope that we see in the future more of it when it comes to uh, doubleheaders. I mean, I would love to see it on an oval. 
I think that would be awesome. I mean, we know that IndyCar has done stuff with double headers on the weekends with the trucks and with ARCA, so it can be done. Maybe you revamp Iowa and Iowa gets a cup race. Maybe you revamp Kentucky and you do it there. Then Kentucky would be a great venue. Michigan, something along those lines where they've hosted both IndyCar and NASCAR uh, events before, I think would just be uh, spectacular to see it on the Oval, that's for sure. And then the IndyCar race, you had the championship implications today. Um, you know, Pato Award qualifies on the pole. Didn't really have the run that he wanted and really was probably going to have a disappointing day to say the least because Alex Pelot, who seemed to have an eighth or a ninth place car throughout the weekend, had, had moved himself up in position strategy-wise, great pit stops to be probably finish inside of the top five, maybe even as high as fourth. And that goes away with the blown engine. Award cuts the gap to 21 points. Dixon now third, 34 points. He was second, 39 back coming out of Nashville. So they both gained a little bit. Um, and they definitely both gained more than what they would have if Pelot's engine would have lasted. And then the flip side of that, we go to Gateway next week for IndyCar's final oval of the season. And Pelot's going to have to have a six spot grid penalty so that's tough on the number 10 ntt data team scott dixon right there lurking looking for that seventh championship uh willpower dominant today you know i would say this um there's been it seems like seven and i'm not complaining okay i love going out to the track very fortunate to have the connections out there that i have and i love going out there and i'll go out there for every grand prix they have until the day that i die as long as they let fans in right but with that being said you know, if they're going to run here multiple times or they're going to maybe even in the fall, this fall, some things could change. We don't know that West Coast swing. I think it's still up in the air. Um, but bottom line, maybe run the F1 course or extend it out a little bit more or, God, I just, I know it'll never happen. But, you know, just, just try to spice something up somehow uh, when it comes to this race on the road course because it does get a little bit spread out. Um, and, you, and you're just kind of hoping and praying for for a yellow, you know, a spin or some debris on the track. Nothing that nothing that's going to cause chaos, but you know, something that will um, you know get us going and get us more excited down the down down the stretch. And I don't I don't say stage race or anything like that, but um, just it just seems like it really gets spread out. So uh, overall, great weekend. Can't complain. Can't wait for the NASCAR race coming up. Weather's been awesome, and I just hope that there's more doubleheaders at the Speedway and there's more um, in the future at other racetracks as well. Um, the Malice at the Palace. Uh, we got to get to that before we do. The Tonity Podcast is brought to you by Flooring is Forever. 317-755-1246. Flooringisforever.com with over 20 years of experience locally. Harley and the gang at Flooring is Forever has you covered. If you're in the market for new flooring, providing you with honesty, quality, and value for the flooring that's just right for you. From carpet to hardwood, let Harley transform your home or workplace. Check them out at flooringisforever.com. I think I mentioned this, but shout out to Sage Karam. Great run today. Shout out to Ryan Blaney, who I talked to yesterday. He was walking through the IndyCar paddock. I thanked him for being a guest on this podcast a few summers ago and said, you know, hey, what do you think about this? And he's like, the, the doubleheader's great. And I was like, wouldn't this be awesome at like Charlotte on the Roval? And he's like, well, Joseph tested there. Maybe it happens. So uh, Ryan Blaney will be one of the guys I'm cheering for in the NASCAR race. 
So, I mean, everybody remembers where they were, whether you're a Pacers or a Pistons fan or an NBA fan, everybody's seen this. So there's the Netflix documentary now about the malice of the palace. Um, You know, you may or may not have realized how real Steven Jackson is about the entire situation. Um, You know, and and, and those guys got labeled thugs and, and all this dumb shit that really wasn't true. I mean... These are players. Jermaine O'Neal is a great businessman. This Stephen Jackson, an ESPN NBA analyst. Ron Artest has done so many good things in the world that people don't see. And, you know, these are guys that went on to do things outside of playing basketball professionally. You know, the behind-the-scenes stuff, the going to court was crazy. I was most intrigued by, you know, what the locker room was like right after. You know, what that bus trip and that plane ride was you know, and you've got Detroit police walking in and looking at Jo, and Jo's thinking, "Are they going to arrest me? What's going on here?" Um, what I didn't know out of all of it that strung a chord with me the most was when I found out, and obviously this is why Jamal Tinsley's not in this documentary, and you probably don't really hear from him anymore. You don't ever hear from him anymore, really, and I don't think he'll ever step foot back in Indianapolis is when Jamal went to Ron and said, you can get your file now. And look, the Pacers and Pistons were a heated rivalry. You had some badasses on that court. I mean, Ben Wallace and Rashid at the time, early 2000s, were were dogs. I mean, those were great. Tayshaun Prince, Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, they had guys that could defend. I mean, what was the score of that game at that point? It was like in the 70s or 60s. I know there was a playoff game that was – in the low 60s. So these were defensive, physically dominating teams. And clearly there was probably some matter of revenge, whether it happened, something happened earlier in that game or earlier uh, when they had played each other. This was obviously an early season game, but they had just played each other in the playoffs. (laughs) And Jamal Tinsley told Ron Artest, who obviously has a lot of demons, or at least did have a lot of demons running through his brain, to go get his foul. And he certainly did. Um, Was it a hard foul? Yeah. Was it, did it really warrant um, the reaction to proceedings of what happened? And obviously you didn't know at the time that that was going to end up being what happened with, you know, the the beer being thrown and then Jermaine O'Neal sliding on the, on the court and connecting on that punch that if he didn't slide and it was a full connection probably would have killed that guy. But you know, it's it was just it was just sad. You know, Reggie Miller talking and knowing that that was probably his best chance of winning an NBA championship. Just the whole situation uh, was incredibly sad. So, um, other things that went on this week that have been tweeted to me. Loved the White Sox Yankees game at uh, the Field of Dream Stadium. That was a lot of fun to watch. Obviously, a lot of fun for me with. Tim Anderson hitting the walk-off home run. Hopefully they do that more, maybe even a rotation of it. Maybe every time a team goes to play the White Sox or the Cubs, they move a game over there. It just was a lot of fun to see, just just something cool and different. Um, Elsewhere, I know there's been a lot of changes at 1070. The fan kind of had mentioned that about a week or two ago, that some things were coming. Others that happened I did not um, actually see coming yet. And so I just wanted to say this about um, all of it. 
thank you to everybody who has reached out and said that I should go back and that they should hire me back and I should co-host with Kevin Bowen. What I'll say about all that is I'll just keep it simple. If they wanted to call me, they would. I don't think that they want to call me, which is fine. Um, There are still people in leadership roles there that I think are trying to figure things out. I mean, with the signal, with people changing around, they've got a lot of fish to fry over there. I'm sure that I'm not one of them. With that being said, uh, people have asked if I would go back. And I've always been open and honest about everything that's happened there on this podcast. And I would say this, uh, there is two ways that I would go back and it would be one uh, full time being a host, doing my thing, maybe with Kevin Bowen. Likeliness of that happening, probably 10%. I would be interested in maybe a part-time role. Maybe it'd be filling in for JMV one day. Maybe it would be doing Indiana Sports Talk on the weekends that I still go on as a guest with Bob Lovell doing racing stuff. Maybe I would be interested in that. But, I mean, there's great talent out there that doesn't have full-time gigs like guys like Jay Query and Derek Schultz. So um, that's where I stand on that. I mean, I wouldn't mind having the conversation, but I don't think that's a conversation that that they're they're, they're going to want to have or have anytime soon. I mean, they've got some good talent in there. Brendan King um, has done some great stuff and, and is, a, is a very versatile sports, sports anchor. Um, so doubtful that they ever call me again, but would certainly – um, entertain that aspect. So that's where I stand on that. Okay. Thanks for listening as always to the Tonity podcast brought to you by flooring is forever and the UPS store. Have a great rest of your weekend and, uh, we'll talk again later on in the week. Take care.